What's up, everybody? At this very moment that you're listening to this, depending on the time, but if it is past 1 p.m. Central Time on this Monday here on the 17th, I believe it would be. 16th. Well, whatever the Monday is this comes out on, I, it's, it's the 17th. But as you're listening to this, I'm probably 30,000 feet up in the air on my way to Rome, Italy for a week or two or a week and a half about it's going to be eight to ten days so yeah uh just wanted to touch base here with you real quick and appreciate you guys tuning in again another episode here what in the world's going on everybody i hope you're doing good wherever you are and whatever you're doing but you are here and i am here and you are you and i am me so here we go the last episode was Bad, a song I wrote recently, so hope you guys enjoyed that. And prior to that was uh, part of the story that we're telling here. I talked about The Big City, the band I was in when I was a senior in high school. And as I stated, that band kind of came to an end because uh, we were all kind of taking different paths in our lives. Ben was going up to college up at U of I, and uh, I got accepted at McMurray College. <laughs> Still blows my mind to this day. Um, yeah, well, it's mainly because it wasn't my grades. I'll tell you that it was a golf, but that's another story for another time. (laughs) Um, but anyways, at this point, I, I was still writing songs by myself. Uh, got, when I moved into McMurray, I was uh, still writing songs. That was about the time that MySpace was starting to gain some traction in the world. And uh, that was when our Facebook was only for people that had a college email address. So there's a little nugget for you in case you didn't know that. And uh, so anyways, I'm in college digging it. It was a good time. It wasn't as hard as high school. I didn't think the work was. Um, But yeah, I was kind of, I don't know, my mind, my heart wasn't in it, so to say. But, you know, I didn't want to let anybody my family down. So I kept cruising through the semester first semester that is <laughs> and uh, so I started talking to my cousin Josh uh, who I talked about in the Midwest Avenue episode and prior to that we've always kind of played music together and wrote songs together but he had moved about three hours away for a job in a town called Ottawa Illinois and um, so I was talking to him and I just kind of threw out the idea that I Actually, I cannot remember how the how it came up. But long story short, uh, where he was living at, um, he had a roommate. And he had mentioned something about... I don't know how it came up with me moving there, potentially. And so, I, so in long story short, we agreed that uh, I should move up there. And uh, I uh, made a big decision... Um, I didn't. I, it was very big at that time, and still is. It, it changed everything in my life. Um, I didn't want to let my family down or anything by dropping out of college. But I've always been a believer in following your dreams, you know, and doing what you love. And so I pulled the trigger. I remember walking into that admissions counselor, director, whatever her name, her, her position was, and. Uh, telling her that I was dropping out and she was very just blown away um, and tried to talk me into staying and then uh, they said the doors open for me to come back there you know if I changed my mind 
And so I signed the paper and moved out of my dorm. And that was where I bet on myself in life. And it was it was scary and exciting. It was just and a relief in a way because I didn't have to go to class anymore. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed my time there at McMurray College. Everybody was fantastic. I had a fantastic roommate, JD. You're probably not listening to this, brother, but uh, you're the man. You're the man, Billy. Only he would probably know what I'm talking about, or maybe uh, Duncan, Duncan, if he's listening to this. <laughs> oh, man, we had a blast there, though. It was a great time, but it just wasn't for me. And uh, that was the first time I dropped out of college. And you'll probably hear the other story about the second time, too. Um, but this one was the important one because I was going to a really great school and uh, was majoring in social work and dropped out. So to move up to Ottawa, Illinois with my cousin and his roommate, Mr. Wes. And... Uh, it was a so. Anyways, I moved up there, and uh, Wes and Josh actually played uh, music together, wrote a lot of songs together. Um, they were called Mellow Driven Candle, I believe. And Wes is a fantastic singer. Golly, still as this day, he sings in a band up in that area called uh, Abby Normal. That's right, A B B Y N O R M A L. Abby Normal. That's right. And anyway, so I moved up there and started working at a distribution center called PetSmart. And that was a, that was a riot. Uh, that, was a, that was a fun time, too. Um, so when I moved to Ottawa with Wes and Josh, I, uh, had a, I moved into the basement. I had a bed down there, my computer, and I think there was a, they had a couch down there. It was pretty cool. And... Uh, so I started writing songs down there and recording them and different things. And I'd recorded one song. Um, well, you should be my, my honey sugar. I forget what it's called. But anyways, I wrote this song. It was uh, in this drop D tuning. And Wes had heard it and mentioned it to Josh. And so Josh wrote a song in drop D. I can't remember which song it was. I think it was called Watch You Fall. And uh, and then we just mentioned, I don't know, we started, me and Wes uh, had written together once as well. And that kind of triggered, you know, me, him, and Josh wanted to start a band. And uh, we needed a bass player, and I just played bass in uh, the big city. So I was like, I'll be the bass player. Josh will be the lead guitar player. Wes, you be the singer. And now we need a drummer. And so... None of us really knew any drummers besides Wes, his now wife, but girlfriend at the time. And uh, she was like, she was Wes's girl, wife, but girlfriend at the time uh, had a brother named Dwayne. And so we approached him about playing in the playing drums for us. And uh, just a quick uh, side note on Wes's wife, she uh, really, uh, she would come over and cook for us and all sorts of stuff. And I still remember whenever Wes was getting ready uh, for his, whenever Wes was going to be asking his wife to, his girlfriend to marry him. And he was, 
working out like you wouldn't believe. I mean, hours every day, just working out, trying to get in the best shape possible before he asked her to marry him. And I still think that's pretty cool. So, so anyways, we got a we got a drummer and we got a guitar player. We got a lead singer. We got a bass player. So here we go. Let's uh, start practicing writing songs. And so we did. We uh, called the house the Shuby House that we lived in, the duplex. And I remember uh, this is just some side note stuff. Um, I remember we would sit up on the uh, roof of the duplex a couple times and hang out and I remember uh, one time I, I met some people there I still cannot remember how I met them I think it might have been through going to some some of the junior varsity shows or something um, Hillary if you're listening to this you'll you can maybe uh, remind me but um, I met a group of girls there and they were super cool and, and gave me something to do we hung out a lot and I remember one time coming back they lived in uh, ransom illinois which is right by ottawa i remember one time we were coming back from somewhere i don't remember and uh they were gonna drop me off in my apartment or my at the duplex there and uh josh and wes both worked the midnight shift and they were gone and so i went up to the door unlocked it and when i opened the door i heard a, a door from inside slam shut freaked me out so I came back out and uh, told the told them about it and <laughs> called the cops to have them come and check it out. They brought the uh, like bomb like and so the cops came, brought the dog and everything, went through, searched the house. Nobody was in there. And later on, what I kind of figured out what happened was I think there was a door that was kind of. Uh, halfway open and when I pulled open the door the pressure made it shut so that was kind of funny um, I had a great time living in Ottawa that was a very very fun time of my life and uh, so yeah on with the the band we were called the Shuby House at first that's what we uh, had our MySpace page as and I believe the Shuby House the name Shuby came I think from a nickname of a guy that Josh and Wes worked with, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and so we uh, practiced over at uh, Dwayne's parents' house. Big Daddy, I tell you what, his parents were phenomenal people. I mean, just the best. And so accommodating. They had us over for holidays, even. Like we weren't, me and Josh weren't part of the family. Wes was going to be uh, dating their daughter and all, you know. Um, but yeah, no, they had us over for Thanksgiving, Christmas, all sorts of fun stuff. I mean, they were just just very loving people and uh, always I'm so grateful for them in my life. But so grateful to have met them and been a part of their lives and them a part of mine. I mean, they were just awesome people. And so we were practicing downstairs all the time and writing songs. Wes wrote all the lyrics to the songs. He, I tell you what, just vocal-wise is amazing and as a writer, super great. So, yeah, if you guys listen to this and you're up in the Ottawa area, uh, check out Abbey Normal. I'm telling you what, you will not be disappointed. And so we... uh, after we wrote the songs, we decided that we should record them somewhere. 
And I think uh, it might have been Wes or Josh that found this uh, recording studio. It was in a town called Streeter, Illinois. And the recording studio was called Floating Point Studio. And I believe that the producer was like a one of the guitarists or something um, for Journey, I think. I don't think he was like one of the founding members, but he was one of the people that played in their band at some point in time. So we went into the studio and recorded 10 songs and we had our release show. I think it was in Streeter. I'm trying to think of the place. It was like an American Legion. And, um, shoot. Yeah, it was like an American Legion type building, just a hall basically. We had some other, I got hold of some other local bands there on MySpace to come and uh, join us. And,. So we had our CD release show there, and I also was, I played a set before we played. Um, I played an acoustic set by myself, and I played some originals of some things that I've been working on, aside from Thornberry Court. And that was what kind of lit the fire for me to do a solo career, you know, the SJP stuff that um, we're going to be talking about pretty soon here. But Thornberry Court was a great time. We, uh, it was my first time playing on TV. We played uh, Easter Seals was having a telethon. Or, yeah, telethon like raising money. And they had they had the local TV station. So we, uh, we went and played that. That was super cool. And it was pretty wild doing the recording on TV, uh, live TV, because there's a playback monitor, video and audio that was shooting back to us. So we were playing live by getting the TV monitor sound back to us. So everything was delayed like one second at least. So it was like you said one word, then you said one word, then you said another word, then you said another word. And it was just boom, 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 boom. And how Wes sang the two or three songs that we did with that I have no idea how he pulled it off, but he did, and uh, it was tough enough just playing. I played, I think I played guitar for that. It was me, and I think I played, played guitar, yeah, because it was an acoustic set. And uh, but yeah, that it was tough enough playing guitar. I remembered, but I couldn't even imagine trying to sing with that, like echoing back at you. But every, but it was it was was more than an echo. It was just literally just it would mess with your head <laughs> it's mess with my head thinking about it and <laughs> talking about it <laughs> but um yeah so we uh, thornberry court was a great time oh we uh, named the band thornberry court we changed it from the shuby house be- because we thought that the shuby house really wasn't a marketable name and uh, we named it thornberry court because that's where me and josh and west lived uh was thornberry court there in Ottawa, Illinois. That was the street name, the cul-de-sac, or cul-de-sac. Hell, I don't, even, I don't even know what this, what it's called. Man, I tell you, I, sh- I shouldn't have dropped out of college. I would have known if it's a cul-de-sac or a cul-de-sac. But it's a street that uh, doesn't. It's a dead-end street, basically, with a round top, with a with a with a round with a round uh, point on it, kind of like uh, the old thermometers you used to see in the. The cartoons back in the day <laughs> oh wow okay 
but yeah, Thorn Bay Court uh, was a blast. It was so much fun playing bass. Uh, it was the last band I ever played bass in. And uh, so Thorn Bay Court kind of came to an end. It was tough for us to play a lot of shows due to Josh and Wes's work schedule. And uh, and so then a uh, point came where I just was ready. I'd been I'd came back home a couple times uh, during li- while living in Ottawa, and I uh, was meeting up with Dave, uh, drum player from the big city, and we uh, had written some songs together and had the idea to start up another band. So I moved back to Whitehall from Ottawa. And that's what the next episode is going to be. We're going to talk about another band I was in where I was just the lead singer. It was called Abba Starline, originally called The New Scene. And uh, that's kind of where the transition happened whenever I started doing more solo stuff as well. I was kind of doing both at the same time, Abba Starline and the SJP stuff. So, And SJP stands for my real name, which we're going to talk about. Uh, here in probably about maybe a month or so but yeah my birth name and yeah I mean, with the, the, the whole name thing is going to be a fun episode <laughs> I tell you what I've got so many questions oh my goodness over the time I tell you what you guys are going to have a blast on that episode I hope you guys enjoyed this one as well but uh, next up is going to be Abbott Starline and the beginning of the SJP run alright I appreciate you guys for uh, listening to this so much I thank tried you, thank to drink you. myself to sleep. Have been great. The Four nights in a row. Trying to ponder so, in my uh, mind. I appreciate you. Why you had so to go? You should have stayed. Hanging out with me, you know. So Until even my grandma listens like to this podcast. Can you believe that, y'all? My grandma's on the podcast game now. Watch right. out, Grandma Bev, if you're listening to this. Now hope I'm you're having a wonderful time. Whatever you're doing. doing. Everybody else, we'll see you soon. Talk to you soon, because I can't see you right now. If I can, would that be weird? We'll never know what could have been. Why did this all just have to end? Now you left me. Take me to the start, right to the heart of things The memories that made me want to sing I fall out loud to your eyes of gold Back to the days of old I didn't see this coming As strange as it may be I didn't see you running Running out on me Feed me life
Did you? 